friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Weaving Words podcast. Weaving Words is the podcast where I, your host Roman, will take a prompt suggestion from a listener such as yourself and uh, write a fun or hopefully fun and entertaining story um, with that prompt in mind. Uh, I'll put it in one way or another. Uh, This episode's uh, prompt suggestion was given to me by my good friend Julian the Bull. Um, He suggested sci-fi western. Uh, which I thought was really, really cool because I already kind of had some sci-fi Western ideas. Uh, The funny thing is, though, I did have to change it up, you know, at least the tone of the story, the type of story it is, uh, because the story I had initially in mind that I kind of plotted a few years ago uh, is basically what the Mandalorian ended up becoming. I had an idea for, you know, a spaghetti Western, a man with no name, bounty hunter rolling into town, uh, chasing down bounty, stuff like that. Uh, The only thing I didn't have was the lone wolf and cub aspect of uh, him finding the child. That's you know that was something completely different um so i figured i'd kind of adapt the story i had and add my own you know fun uh, story tropes that i've uh come to like uh into it uh another cool thing that i wanted to uh do is uh give a shout out to um my english listeners Uh, i have a few uh listeners from the uk now uh looking at my analytics and uh, it's pretty cool it's cool seeing that people outside of you know my my home country the united states of america um are listening uh same thing to you guys if you have any prompt suggestions anything you might want to hear a story about uh let me know uh comment message whatever you can smoke signals i don't know if they'll make it over here but we can try um because yeah uh the more suggestions i get the more likely uh you are to hear them um because right now i've been getting a lot of suggestions from a lot of my close friends or associates people i know stuff like that um and a few online ones as well um and i always like having more suggestions because sometimes i'll take like two of them and mash them up just to see how i can make them work um so i'll definitely uh look forward to hearing uh some feedback from all of my listeners uh if you have any feedback on how to make the show better uh let me know as well um but yeah without further ado here is the story uh thank you and i'll see you on the other side You are cleared to land on platform 43A. Proceed once ready. The voice of the traffic control droid crackled over the comms unit of the Magnum Avante. Clint Gev set the autopilot controls as he prepared his gear in anticipation of the landing. Clint would normally wear his jetpack. Especially with the increased gravity of Daxos, mobility was always a plus. But carrying an ion rifle as backup would be a more practical choice. With the increased gravity of Daxos, organic life became difficult to sustain long term. Unless you're in great physical shape, You can't stay much longer than a few hours. With the lack of intelligent organic life forms, the opportunity arose for artificial life to become the dominant entities. Clint has heard of the cold calculating frontiers of Daxos. It was almost lawless and the android populations almost seemed to welcome the galaxy's fugitive and criminal dregs that couldn't operate inside of the outer rim. Clint walked down the ramp of his ship and walked over to the pit droid. Refuel and surveillance service, please and thank you. Clint told the pit droid as he handed it some credits. He set the local law enforcement station as a waypoint in his helmet's heads-up display and started walking towards that direction. 
After getting past the industrial area of this android metropolis, Clint came to the doors of the precinct. He checked in at the front counter and was told the chief wanted to talk to him personally. He sat down in the waiting area. He was relieved to get off of his feet, but he could still feel the weight of, his, of the gravity on his armor plates as he sat on the bench. Clint gave human imperial bounty hunter S level rank and clearance 566 collected bounties 400 alive 160 dead and six confirmed with no body and android stated as it walked towards Clint. I see you've done your research Clint said as he started to get up from the bench. Please stay seated. The increased gravity of our homeworld causes added stress to the biological structures of organics. It is important to take advantage of rest when able to, said the android as it stood in front of Clint. You're not wrong. The walk felt like it would never end. Clint replied, relieved he didn't have to stand back up. I am Law Enforcement Chief PD-02L. What business brings you to Daxos Imperial Bounty Hunter Clint Gev? The android asked. Just Clint works fine. What brings me to your planet is actually this, Clint replied as he pulled out and turned on a bounty puck. It displayed a bipedal android. BT HK90, former security droid turned enterprising criminal. His unpredictable programming has earned him the nickname Wild Bit. Most recent reports have him associating himself with a group called the Voltage Regulators in the region designated 17C1850. The android rattled off that information as it walked towards the counter. How far is that area, and should I anticipate much hostility there? Clint asked as he got up. It is far enough to require transportation, and there is local law enforcement that can assist. We will provide a swoop bike and HN drone unit to provide backup in case you need assistance with local populace. The android said this while pushing buttons on the counter. That's very generous, but why all the help? Clint asked, somewhat wary. Although I would normally assist any way possible when it comes to apprehending any criminal element on this planet, bringing order to Region 17C1850 is as close to a personal mission my programming allows. The android stated, turning to look at Clint. I appreciate it, Clint replied as he started to walk out the door. Clint, the android called as Clint was almost out the door. Region 17C1850 is a different place than the rest of this planet. I believe you humans would describe it as weird. I appreciate the heads up, Clint replied, leaving the precinct. Clint picked up the swoop bike from the garage. The HN drone was mounted as a dash in the bike. He synced his head heads up display with the drone and took off towards the next waypoint. It was a three hour ride to their destination. By the time Clint arrived, the sun had risen. Clint parked the swoop bike and activated the HN drone. It worked to life and hovered nearby. Which way to the law enforcement center? He asked the drone. Mm. Uploading directions to heads up display. Currently within walking distance. Should arrive within five minutes. The drone replied. Clint walked towards the law enforcement building. Chief was right. This place was weird. The buildings and structures were built out of what looked like a combination of modern materials, but also wood. The streets were paved, but the walkways were wooden and the androids were almost all cosmetically modified. Once they arrived at the building, the drone whirred in front and said, We have arrived at the designated destination. Entrance is three steps to the right. It has manual entry method. You twist the knob and pull open the door. I know how to open a door, Clint replied as he walked in. The interior looked as strange as the outside. The furnishings were simple. There were a couple of cabinets to the right of the door, directly across the entrance. There were three jail cells with iron bars 
and to the left of the entrance, there was a desk with an android sitting behind it. Well, howdy, stranger. What brings you to our neck of the woods? The droid behind the desk asked. This is Law Enforcement Chief W3RP, HN stated. You can call me Sheriff Erp, the droid said as he stood up. Greetings, Sheriff Erp. I was told you were the one to talk to for assistance, finding a bounty who's been spotted in this area, Clint said as he pulled out the bounty puck and turned it on. Ah, yes, wild bit. He's been spotted with the voltage regulators in town here and there, Sheriff Erp said. Do you know where I might be able to find one of these voltage regulators? Clint asked, putting away the puck. I know the saloon is where the converter kid likes to hang out. He's part of that gang, Sheriff Erp replied. Can you take us there and show us this converter kid? Clint asked. Sure thing. We'll head over now, the sheriff said, walking out of the building. After walking past a few shops, he arrived at the saloon. There was a wooden sign that said, Lulu's Liquid Coolant on it. Clint and the sheriff walked through the double doors of the saloon. As they entered into the lively establishment, Clint surveyed the room. The room was all androids of different shapes and sizes. They were all cosmetically modified in outlandish designs. Some were drinking at the bar, some were gambling at the tables, and others were singing along to the vivacious piano music being played. Well, hello, Sheriff Herb. Who's the organic? A buxom android behind the counter asked. Hello, Lulu. This here is an Imperial bounty hunter. He's trying to track down Wild Bit. You haven't happened to see him or any of the other voltage regulators. Come through, have you? Sheriff Herb asked. Ooh, how exciting. Well, as you know, Kid likes to stop by for a round with the dolls upstairs. He should be coming down soon, Lulu replied. Well, I guess we can enjoy a drink while we wait for him to finish his business upstairs, Sheriff Earp said as he put down some credits on the bar counter. Just so you know, Rude Ram is here with him too, Lulu said as she put down three mugs of hot oil in front of them. Oh, really? Where's he at? Sheriff Earp said, raising the mug up to his face. He's over there, playing cards on that table, Lulu replied, pushing the mug of oil over to Clint. I'm good for now, thank you though, Clint said, pushing the mug back. Well, more for me, Erp said as he grabbed the mug and poured it all over his torso and his other mug all over his head. I require assistance with my oil, the HN drone stated. I've got you, honey, Lulu said as she poured the mug all over the drone. As she did that, a voice shouted from the table Rude Ram was playing cards at. What did you say about my motherboard? Clint and the sheriff turned to see what was going on. The droid was standing at the table looking down towards a stocky android unit that looked like a mini fridge with tank treads. Zero one zero zero one one zero one zero 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 one 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 zero 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 zero. The stocky unit replied. Ooh! The whole room erupted with laughs and jeers. What's going on? Clint asked, perplexed by the whole situation. That there's Rude Ram. He's known around here for his mouth getting him into trouble. Erp replied, pouring another mug of hot oil on his head. What did he tell that other android? Seems to have upset him, Clint asked, trying to ignore how much oil was dripping from the sheriff. Ram just told that guy his motherboard had many universal parts to allow any and all plugins, Erp explained. What does that mean, Clint replied, even more confused. As he said that the droid who was standing picked up the table and threw it across the room like a frisbee. You and me, do the high noon, you rust bucket, he yelled. Zero one zero zero one one zero zero one one zero, Ram replied. Once he said that, the music stopped. Everyone turned to look at Ram and started to file out of the saloon. What did he say? Clint asked. I'm sorry, son. There's some things that you just shouldn't repeat. Let's go outside. I have to make sure nobody interferes with their duel. Erp said as he got up from his seat. They walked outside to see the walkways flooded 
with androids and other automatons. There were people watching from the second story balconies and it seemed like the whole town was there. Now you all know the rules. When that clock strikes noon, you go. Not a second sooner, you hear? Sheriff Earp yelled this while pointing at a giant clock tower with a digital display. He walked back over to where Clint was at. Chip, please don't do this. It's not worth it. A voice yelled out from a rotund droid. Clint assumed that was the droid's mother. What the hell? That doesn't even make sense. Mother? What's going on here? Chip made sure his revolver was loaded before putting it back in his holster. Ram opened the fridge door on the front of his torso and two massive arms swung out, replacing his smaller ones. Then they cocked their biceps like a pump shotgun. The digital clock chirped, signaling that it was noon. Chip pulled out his revolver and he started blasting Ram. Ram started rolling towards Chip. His sturdy refrigerator construction seemed to absorb all the shots. When Ram reached Chip, he punched him right in the gut, causing him to double over. He then hit him in the head with an explosive uppercut. Chip's head flew off his body and landed a few feet from him. A wail was heard from the crowd. My sweet baby boy, they knocked my baby's block off. The crowd dispersed almost immediately. A street sweeper came by and drove over Chip's remains and pushed out a wooden coffin with Chip inside it. What the hell is up with this place, Clint thought to himself. Let's go back to Lulu's and see if Kid is done, the sheriff said as he walked Clint back to the saloon. Well, there he is, Clint said as he pointed to an android on the second story. He was wearing what seemed to be robot long johns and had his arms over two robots with corsets and garters. Hey there, organic. You want us to show you how we take care of folks out here? We have both male and female attachments. We don't judge. One of the fembots said as it cycled through what looked like a 12-inch studded dildo and a fleshlight on its pelvis. Actually, I was hoping he could help me out. Kid's the name, right? Clint said, looking up at them. I'm not sure how I'd help you out, buddy. You see, I'm 100% manbot here, Kid said, flexing his arm hydraulics. Well, actually, I was wondering if you knew where I could find BTHK90. I heard you might know where he'd be, Clint replied. Kid dropped his arms and said, Never heard of him. You must have me confused with someone else. Isn't that wild bit? One of the fanbots said, looking at him. Yeah, you two are always coming in together. Remember, just last week, you had us do that thing where we take a grinder to both your lug. The other fanbot was saying before Kid cut her off. Damn it, woman. You're not supposed to let anybody know about that. Kid pulled his gun out and started shooting at Clint while running away. HN, follow and tag him. I can't run. I'm too heavy. Clint yelled while pulling his ion rifle off his back. Kid jumped out of a window, landing on the floor outside the saloon and started running toward the robot horse stable. He's gonna escape on a horse. No point in chasing him now, Sheriff Earp said as he started walking out the saloon. I can still get him, Clint said, aiming his rifle. The auto target system only did so much. With a target on horseback, moving at that speed and at that distance, he would need to lead it properly. It was a tough shot, but Clint was a tougher man. It looked like HN couldn't keep up any longer with Kid and fell back. As it looked like he would escape, Clint took his shot. The electric ion streak darted across the plains and struck the robo-horse. It went down with Kid. Clint grabbed his suit bike and sped over. When he got there, Kid had pushed the robo-horse off of him and attempted to crawl away. Oh, robo-god, up in cybernetic heavens! Look what they've done to my legs! Kid screamed as Clint caught up to him. His legs were smashed beyond all function. They looked like flattened soda cans. Sheriff Earp caught up to them on his robo-horse. Earp, this wasn't... Kid started to shout before the sheriff shot him with an ion blast. He'll be easier to transport this way, 
Earp said as he loaded the kid onto the robo-horse's saddle. Once they were at the sheriff's jailhouse, he threw kid into one of the cells. Once he gets back up, I'll get BTHK90's location and capture him. The faster I do that, the faster I can get the hell out of here. Chief PD was right. This place is weird, Clint said, sitting down to try and rest up a bit. The added gravity was starting to get to him. Chief PD? Was he the one who told you to come here? Earp asked. Yeah, he supplied me with that drone and swoop bike, Clinton replied. Sheriff Earp raised his ion pistol and shot the drone. He turned and aimed his pistol at Clint. Clint reached for his gun, where it under normal circumstances, he would have been able to outshoot this android. But the added gravity had taken its toll. Earp shot him, knocking him out cold. He then threw Clint into the cell next to kids and smashed the HN drone. When Clint came to, he was sitting behind his desk again. Kid was no longer in the cell. What the hell's going on? Clint asked angrily. I'm sorry, but it seems I will not be able to release you at this time, Imperial Bounty Hunter Clint Gav, replied the sheriff. You know who I am. You know I'll get out of here. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And when I do, you're going to pay, Clint shouted at Earp. I have no doubt about that, but that will not be happening today, Earp said as he knocked out Clint with another ion blast. I hope you guys enjoyed that story. It was definitely a lot of fun to write and record. Um, I really enjoyed the characters in the world that I kind of built uh, <laughs> in this story. The Clint was cool following around and kind of seeing how uh, he'd react to this weird and zany wannabe Western uh, Android town, basically. Uh, so if you guys enjoyed it, uh, go to the, again, go to the Apple, like a uh, podcast, uh, app and give, leave me a good review, share it with your friends. Same thing. If you're on Podbean, uh, give me a follow, give me a, give me a, some good feedback too. Like if there's certain things you'd want me to improve on or you liked or didn't like, let me know. Cause, uh, I'm, I'm always looking to make this podcast and myself better, whether it comes to writing the stories or, uh, plotting them out, uh, recording, you know, doing better voice acting, maybe getting some other people to come in and, uh, help record with me. Um, just let me know. Cause, uh, I'm always, again, looking to improve every day is a chance to improve. Uh, if you have any suggestions for a prompt that you'd like to see turn into a story, let me know, uh, comment it, message it, uh, if you're looking on Facebook, we're Weaving Words Podcast. It's a page. Uh, same thing on Instagram, Weaving Words Podcast. Uh, we have a Twitter that I hardly use, but I mean, you can get to me on there. And then if you want to message more direct, uh, we have the Weaving Words Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's the email where, I feel, again, if you're looking to get more direct, because uh, I'm always checking that out, um, feel free to do so. Again, send us a message, give us a comment. Uh, if you have any friends or family, anybody you know that might be interested in this, uh, let you know, recommend it to them. We've been uh, getting a lot more and more people listening to the podcast, which is awesome. It's great seeing those numbers uh, rise every single week and every episode is just spiking and more and more followers, more and more people uh, liking it. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy with that. I'm uh, really, really, really uh, thankful for all of the uh, support I've been getting from everyone online, everybody in person that I know. Um, so again, uh, I'll see you next time. Uh, if you are not already, uh, join the uh, Hooligan Squad Discord server because I actually got a few people on there uh, every now and then messaging and stuff like that. Uh, if you want to 
kind of just messed around BS with a few other of the uh, listeners. That's a good opportunity to do so. Uh, Until then, uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode. Have a good one. Bye-bye.